With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My buff guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with LeBron James. It was only a couple of weeks ago that King James joked about possibly playing basketball in Saudi Arabia in the future. Yeah, he used that uh, Tom Hanks Forrest Gump gif to joke that he would be over in the Middle East so quick if the bag was big enough. Mojo, maybe LeBron wasn't joking because guess where he is right now? Uh, That video right there is from uh, from Beverly Hills. That video, Mojo, is from Riyadh. Of course, Riyadh being the capital of Saudi Arabia. Now, it's unclear exactly the nature of the trip, but Mojo, while he's there, you see uh, LeBron. He is uh, very much on a basketball court in a gym, and you have a sign in the back that says, Welcome to Saudi, and uh, it says something uh, along the lines of the the Ministry of Sport. So, I don't say that Lakers fans right now, Mojo, should be worried, but I honestly am starting to believe that it's not out of the realm of possibility that 38-year-old LeBron James, when he is done, with his NBA career that he might actually find himself in the Middle East playing basketball for a massive, massive check. Joke, Babcock. I at no one point ever thought that this was a joke when LeBron said he wanted to go (laughs) to Saudi. All that money over there, I'm surprised more athletes haven't tweeted the old Forrest (laughs) Gump gif running over there. This is not a surprise to me. I mean, LeBron James, he's played for a few different teams, searching for the right fit, the right contract, the right opportunity at a title. So we know our guy is not afraid to leave a city that he's in now with the amount right. of money we're talking about. That extends to not just a city, but a country altogether. The only joke here, Babcock, is if we're actually going to get him back from the Saudis at all. He <laughs> might just stay there if they make it worth his while. Enough. Right. That's a, great, that's a great point. I mean, look, let's be honest. Uh, Saudi Arabia, like you said, Mojo, they have near endless amounts of money, and they have made a concerted effort uh, in the sports world, right? Not just basketball. We've seen them. They made uh, Kylian Mbappe reportedly uh, an over $750 million offer. The French superstar, he declined that that gigantic contract. Biggest one that I've ever heard of in sports, at least. But Neymar playing in Saudi Arabia. Cristiano Ronaldo playing in uh, Saudi Arabia. Let's talk about golf. Golf, we have uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, arguably next to Tiger Woods, the biggest star in golf in the last 30 years. Uh, Dustin Johnson, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, I mean, some of the biggest golfers in the world playing in Saudi Arabia. So they have really made their mark on uh, inside this sports world, Mojo. You might also remember talking about basketball players again, LeBron James, his fellow 
NBA MVP and NBA champion, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. We saw him in Los Angeles a few weeks ago. We asked him, hey, do you have any interest in going over to Saudi Arabia? Maybe even before your NBA career is over. Here's what he said. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how much money would it take, or just depends on? A lot of money, baby. Yeah. Saudi, we on the way, baby. Okay. Hey, bro. Appreciate hey. you guys. We just going hey. to London, bro. If, hold on, man. If the NBA can work out maybe like a, a trade between the NBA and the Saudi Arabia League, I'm there. Yeah, okay. I'm hey, there. I hear you. Money. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate you. Money talks. Money talks. Yes, sir. Much of, I mean, look, LeBron James is towards the end of his career, uh, no matter how you look at it, as good as he still is. Giannis is in the absolute prime of his career right now. And I don't think that he was joking either, Mojo. I, I think if the money was big enough, somebody like Giannis could actually say, hey, I'm done with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's about to be a free agent soon and actually go play basketball, not just for another team in another city, but in a different country and a different league. It's going to be interesting to see, but the Saudis are not going anywhere. All right, Mojo, moving on to Tom Brady, who if you thought was just going to get some R&R in in retirement, uh, now you're sadly mistaken because this man has more jobs than ever. And today we find out, Mojo, that Tom Brady has now inked a partnership with Delta Airlines. Yeah, yeah, not what I expected to hear. But yeah, Tom Brady has, uh, has, has joined Delta in uh, what they are calling, Mojo, a strategic partnership. You ask what Tom Brady's going to be doing. Well, a couple of different things, Mojo. Of course, they're going to use Tom Brady in different advertisements and marketing. He's one of the most famous athletes in the world. But it's more than that, Mojo. They say that Tom Brady is going to be doing a bunch of other objectives, such as actually helping train their near 100,000 employees, Mojo. Um, we know Tom Brady since retiring, he has uh, bought in on the Las Vegas Raiders, the Aces, Birmingham City FC, the soccer team, of course. He's got the electric boat racing. He's got the pickleball team. I'm watching TV. I see Tom Brady in a Hertz commercial. Mojo, there's nothing that this guy isn't doing as a retired man. Retired. Ha 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 ha. Funny. He's not retired. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not playing football. There's a lot of free time once Tom Brady hung up his cleats, yeah, man. You know kidding. how much time he spent putting towards football? That guy can do literally all of these jobs and maybe even good a couple point. of more by the time. That's a good point. It shows, Mojo, it shows how much time he was putting into his football career. Exactly. That's a lot of free time now. But I'm going to tell you, Babecock, I have never been more jealous of a Tom Brady endorsement <laughs> deal in my life out of all the other endorsement deals. I'm so much more jealous of this one than let's just say his FTX endorsement deal. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that one didn't go too well. I am a diamond medallion member on Delta, Babecock. This is something that I need in my life. Those miles are stacking, brother. I got to keep it that way. But uh, I will say, depending on the scope of Tom Brady's relationship with Delta, if for some reason he's training the staff or teaching the pilots yep. how to fly, I think Tom Brady can do anything Except for that, I'm going to request a Miles match from American and shift over there right away. <laughs> yeah, Mojo, I, I know you love Delta so much. You weren't on that Delta flight that was... Uh... Yes, that, I really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I couldn't hold it anymore. That was actually me on the plane, folks. Guilty as charged. 
coming up next on TMZ Sports. What is next for Jake Paul? Who does he want to fight after beating Nate Diaz in the boxing match recently? Well, Problem Child is going to join us. We're going to ask him that very question. Is it an MMA fight with Nate? Is it a boxing match with Tommy Fury? Jake will tell us next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock here. Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes. But we are joined by uh, the problem child, Jake Paul. Uh, of course, uh, we got a lot to talk to Jake about, uh, lots of boxing stuff. Jake, you're, you're a big sports guy, not just a combat sports guy, though. We are only days away from the NFL season uh, about to kick off. Of course, you've got better picks which, by the way, Jake said was going to be a billion-dollar company. It's on the way to being there, already worth a couple hundred million dollars. The man said it, and is making it a reality. Uh, Jake, what's going on? You got better picks. Obviously, people can bet on NFL games, you know, as the season is about to kick off Thursday night, can't they? Yeah, look, we have uh, better picks, which is the best fantasy sports app. So a lot of people are playing prize picks and or underdog. But better picks, we offer way more money. We have faster payouts and the product design is way better. There's no pushes and we're matching deposits up to $100 so people can go download better and play better picks for NFL week one. Pick a couple players, make a lineup and see if you can win the money. It's a lot of skill base. So it's better than gambling, in my opinion, because you can actually put thought and study it and then get the good outcomes. But super excited about the product, man. And like you said, we're breaking into the top charts on the app stores and the company's just doing amazing, man. So really excited. All right, Jake, let's talk about you. Obviously, last time we saw you competing, incredible performance, beat an absolute legend in Nate Diaz. Where are you now? Obviously, you've got a couple of options there. Tommy, I assume, is on the table. Rematch with Nate. As we sit here and talk right now, beginning of September, where are you, Jake, and, and where does it look like uh, you go for your next fight? Yeah, we're at the drawing board right now. Nate Diaz ducked the $10 million offer, um, so he's not the, the badass that everyone said he was because I wanted to fight him in MMA and do something that no boxer has really ever done, yeah. which is in the prime of their career, go over to MMA. MMA fighters have gone to boxing but I want to go into MMA and Nate Diaz ducked the offer. He seemed to accept it in the ring after you beat him at, in the boxing match, didn't he? Exactly. He accepted it in the ring and then behind the scenes, you know, we try to make it happen and push forward with it and to no avail. So, you know, what was his a, reason? Man, I don't know. You know, with those guys, I don't know if they have reason. Like, I don't even know if they think. <laughs> so, um, the, you know, there wasn't like a transparent reason. I think it was just something that he realized 
there's a lot of risk for him. And if I beat him in MMA, which I just dog walked him in the boxing ring, made it look easy. And if I beat him in MMA, take his legendary status. So yeah. I don't know if he was like, okay, maybe the risk of this isn't good enough for the $10 million. Wow. That's a lot of money though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he, he's coming fresh off of that a big bag with this right. fight that we just had. So he's sitting out a bunch of money right now. He's like, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, that's great. So Nate is out of the picture right now, at least. Is it Tommy Fury? Is it somebody else? Where are you? Yeah, the Tommy Fury rematch is still there. You know, I, I want KSI. And right now, I also am looking at professional boxers, uh, you know, building my record and fighting guys with the same level of experience as me um, and, and testing myself in there like a traditional boxing route. So there's some ideas and names there uh, on the horizon, but um, we're at the drawing board right now and just waiting to see what's going to happen next. Jake, I know everyone's asking you about this. What do you think is, is uh, this stuff with, with Dylan and your brother is you're, you're a, a master promoter. Has, has he gone too far with some of the stuff that he said, or is it, like all is fair in, in the fight game. Yeah, look, I, I think there's definitely lines that have been crossed. I mean, just like morally picking on an innocent girl yeah. who has no involvement t technically in the fight. But right. at, the, at the same time, it is the fight game and all is fair in love and war. So, you know, I could have an opinion on it, but but, but my opinion doesn't matter. The, the kid's on a rampage, right? He's the one that made... Khabib jump out of the ring to, right. to jump on top of him. So he clearly makes things super, super personal. But again, that's why he was picked. You know, my right. brother could have fought anybody, right. anybody, anybody. And he picks this kid who he knows is going to make the fight massive. And right now, everybody wants to see the fight because of the things that are being said. And so all of that and all the pay-per-views are going directly into my brother's pocket. And that's why Dylan was picked. So at the end of the right. day, Dylan's a puppet. Right. Maybe your brother just owes her like a nice gift at the end of this thing. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a nice, nice gift. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Another engagement ring. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Uh, I'll let you get out of here on this, Jake. When do you think uh, we see you back in there, depending on who it is, whoever it may be? When do we see you back uh, fighting again? Soon, man. I'm, I'm going to stay active and try to try to get a deal and a fight done and made. And uh, hopefully we have something to announce here soon. Beautiful. Cannot wait. Uh, that's the man, Jake Paul, right there. Better picks, obviously. Uh, check it out. NFL season is right here. Jake, thank you, brother. I appreciate you as always, man. Peace, man. Thank you. Mojo. Did you know, and you might know this because you were this guy's former teammate, but Aaron Rodgers says that he actually had an encounter with a UFO about 18, 19 years ago. Yeah, this is crazy stuff, Mojo. So last night, Aaron Rodgers told the story, the wild story, on what was the finale of Hard Knocks. Of course, the regular season about to start Thursday night. And, uh, and Aaron shared this story. Now, this was, again, from, uh, from near 20 years ago. It was 2005. Now, Aaron Rodgers was preparing for the NFL draft, obviously would then uh, ultimately get drafted uh, later in the first round by the Green Bay Packers. But he was staying with a guy named Steve Levy, who was uh, Aaron's teammate at Cal. Now, Steve lived in New Jersey, a few miles away from a power plant. It was about 5 a.m. one day. The guys say they were awakened by a loud noise, and here's what happened. 
Up in the clouds, you know, we, we heard the sound and we saw this tremendously large object moving through the sky. And it was like a scene out of Independence Day when uh, the ships are coming into the atmosphere and they're creating this like uh, kind of explosion type fire in the sky. We looked in the papers and, the, and online the next few days and there was nothing about it. That got me into researching more about UFOs. The siren or alarm had been from a nuclear power plant, which is about nine miles away. And if you know anything about UFOs, there's a lot of sightings around nuclear energy, around volcanoes, around power plants. But yeah, Steve and I, uh, great friends, teammates, and also witnessed whatever the hell it was. I don't know, but it was definitely identified. It was definitely flying. It was definitely a large object. Hey, if he would have said that this happened in Florida, I think I would have understood it a lot more. Those SpaceX shuttles shoot off yeah. in my backyard all the time. I actually just saw one go up on Sunday. No and way. I could. Oh, yeah, buddy. I, I, I took a great video of it. And by great, I mean absolutely terrible because you can never get a good video <laughs> of those things. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what's popping out there in New York. I mean, obviously, Aaron has his theory with a power plant nearby that is the energy that these ufos gravitate towards i'll tell you as much as he was losing me he did reel me back in the second he started talking about independence day yeah some great movies do not need a sequel independence day is one of them those spaceships were giant in that movie i i, I want to know how big this thing actually was but he sounded serious and i believe him That was uh, Major League Baseball star John Carlos Stanton making some history last night. Uh, not only do the Yankees beat the Tigers five to one, but John Carlo smashed his 400th home run, a prolific power hitter. Now I did not know this, Mojo. John Carlos Stanton, he became the fourth fastest to reach that milestone. And 400's an incredible milestone. The guys that have done it faster, this is a who's who of names here, Mark McGuire, Babe Ruth, and Alex Rodriguez. Only three men have ever reached that milestone faster than Giancarlo. It took Giancarlo 1,520 games. And uh, I would not be surprised if he ultimately uh, reaches 500 home runs, Mojo. And 500 home runs, that's basically automatic uh, Hall of Fame induction. So we'll see what happens. If you're wondering why are we talking about this, Mojo, it's because Giancarlo Stanton, like you and I, is a TMZ Sports host. It was Mojo back in, oh boy, that my, whew, what a terrible picture of me. <laughs> but <laughs> He's too big and in shape to stand next to. Okay, that's worse. Um, Mojo, it was December 2015. He actually came into the office. It was a pretty cool moment because he had missed his flight. We asked him, hey, do you want to come in and host a show with us? And what does this gigantic Major League Baseball star say? Yes. Take a look. The mix up with your plane ticket. Oh, uh, it's actually too late, so. You missed your flight? Yeah, I did. Oh no, what are you gonna have to do now? Go home, enjoy the day. I just called my uh, my boss and told him that uh, you missed your flight, and he's offered you to co-host on TMZ Sports today. Seems you've got nothing on. It's just over here, bro. What time is it, man? Like in an hour or so. So do you watch TMZ? Uh, 
I do. You do? I do. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Welcome to TMZ Sports. Evan here with Mike Babcock. And look, Van was out today. He was <laughs> sick. So instead, we got a replacement. Uh, MLB superstar Giancarlo Stan is here, everybody. Amazing. What's going on? Here to fill the role, you know? Well, Joe, he actually came from the airport and got in Charlie Cotton, our our camera guy's car, and, and rode to the office. And they listened to show tunes. I, I think he did a horrible job, Babcock. I think we should never have him on the show again. <laughs> I think the two of us have a good thing going, Babcock. I well, don't think we need to talk about replacing either one of no, us. No, never. Stick to baseball and let us do our thing, Babcock. I, I think... Keep them out of here. No, well, hold on. I might be able to change your mind right now. Mojo, with that big home run last night, the historic home run, the New York Yankees have now leveled up. They are 500 once again this season at 69 and 69. By the way, they haven't been 69 and 69 since 1969. So, Mojo, you should like John Carlos Stanton. I think, you know what? I think he did a great job hosting that day. What this show needs is a third host, Babcock. That's what we need. We need someone else to bounce our great, magnificent ideas off of. And a guy that just took the team to these incredible heights. I mean, ever since. 69 and 69 and 1969. Yeah. I mean, who better to join our squad here, Babcock? Sign him up. Sign him up. We're going to talk to Giancarlo Stan. The season's almost over. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we've got the go mojo. we got a big show tomorrow, though. Uh, from Giancarlo Stan to arguably the best boxer, the most famous boxer in the world, Canelo Alvarez, got a big fight coming up against uh, Jermel Charlo. Tough, tough fight. We're going to talk to Canelo about a bunch of things, including about that Bud Crawford fight that it seems all boxing fans want to see, Mojo. So we'll have Canelo tomorrow. Should be pretty great. Let me tie this together for you real quick, Babcock. I'm going to call my guy Tom Brady, okay. who is going to call his strategic partners over there at Delta. And we're going to make sure that Giancarlo Stanton misses all of his Delta flights out of LAX to become our third co-host here on TMZ Sports, which will easily make tomorrow the best show since today.